Hello and welcome to the VIP Fitness Podcast. My name is Victoria and my aim is to help you understand the mechanics of fat loss and maintenance and then to help you implement this understanding with your own fat loss and maintenance journey. I'll provide you with information, hints, tips, tricks and hacks that you can pick and choose from to use in your day-to-day life. If you want more information or you'd like to speak to me about coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIP Fitness Coaching. Thanks for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you do enjoy what you've heard, I'd appreciate it if you could share, follow, review, rate, all of that good stuff that podcasts ask you to do. Thank you for your time. Hello, welcome back. On today's episode, with me being in the middle of a month of very intensive training and my time being very poor at the moment. I'm going to do a mini series this month and it might be three, four episodes long, I'm not too sure yet, but it's going to be a mini series on looking after your old lady body. Now a lot of fitness influencers, health influencers, wellness influencers, slimming world representatives, just a lot of the people who talk a lot of the stuff on social media and regular media and all of that, they're all going to be gearing up at the moment telling you about your summer body. Are you summer body ready? Are you bikini body ready? Are you beach body ready? Are you thinking about how your body is going to look this summer holidays on the beach in your swimwear? And it's a sad fact of life that at the moment, unfortunately, this is just what a lot of people talk about at the moment in the industry. And it is a big thing. People do start thinking about their image, about their body when it's coming up to the summer holidays, when they know they're going to want to wear strappy dresses and short shorts and bikinis and swimwear and all of that kind of thing, people do start to feel a bit self-conscious about their bodies. And so that summer body mindset can come into play a little bit. But what I'd like to talk about and what I'd like people to think more about, especially women, is thinking about your old lady body. So if you think about the older women in your life, like your grandmothers, your great aunties, depending on how old you are, like maybe your mother, your aunties, people like that. If you just think about these women in your life, how are they doing? Physically, how are they doing? I'm not talking about weight. I'm talking about their independence, their ability to live an independent life, how safe they feel going out and about, how well can they move, how well can they do things for themselves. Have a think about the women in your life and even the women who are potentially not around anymore. For example, when I think about my grandmothers, neither of them are with us anymore. My maternal grandmother had some kind of issues with food and diet for most of her life. She never really talked about it, but she ate like a bird. She hardly ate anything. She was a very normal-sized woman in her 40s. If you look back on photographs of her, she was a little bit larger in some of them, normal size, you know, just an average size kind of woman. And as she's gotten older and older and older, she got thinner and thinner and thinner. And she got to a point where she would tell you how much she weighed all the time. She would never eat more than half a sandwich. And I'm talking just like a regular small white bread sandwich, picked up food. She was very, very, very small. And she suddenly went very downhill because her health became very bad and she had nothing to her. So when she got ill, she had no real reserves to draw from in terms of getting better. She lived quite a long time. She was 96, 97. She had a very long life. And to be fair, she was quite independent for a long time because she was very active. She did a lot of walking. She took the bus a lot. She really did keep herself very, very active and very busy. My other grandmother, my paternal grandmother, again, she lived for quite a long time. She lived into her 90s. However, 
when she got into her 80s, she became very, very frail. So she was already quite a small, petite woman, but she fell over a couple of times, she broke a hip once, she fell out of bed while she was in a care home and broke the top of her femur and this eventually led to her being in hospital and never really recovering from it. And you would think falling out of bed doesn't sound like too bad of a thing. Like if you imagine yourself as a drunk university student or teenager or whatever, you used to fall off walls, you would fall out of car, like you would just do things and fall off of things and you would barely get a bruise from it and yet in your 80s and your 90s you can't even fall out of bed without it eventually killing you so think about your future self your future old lady body and what kind of old age and retirement do you want to have do you want to be independent do you want to be able to go get your own shopping do you want to be able to walk upstairs do you want to be able to go wherever you want do whatever you want do you want to be able to step out of your house on a cold morning and not worry that you might hit a patch of ice and fall over and that's the end of it it seems like it's such a long way in the future but it's important to think about with that in mind i'm going to talk about bone health and osteoporosis because this is one of the big issues especially for women so when you think about your bones your bones are made up of two kind of distinct bits there's cancellous bone and compact bone so compact bone is the really really tough hard bone that wraps around it all if you imagine the bone that's in the chicken thigh the long bit the really tough long hard bit in the middle that kind of splinters when you crack it that's your compact bone the cancellous bone again if you're thinking about that chicken thigh bone the bit at the top that's a bit squishier a bit crunchier if you like break it off and you look inside it looks quite porous and there's lots of little bits and pieces to it that's cancellous bone and as you get older your cancellous bone starts to diminish and decrease so when you're young you have a lot of it there's a lot of connections and it absorbs the load that your bones take so when you get pressure on the tops of your bones so we'll move away from chickens now and go back to humans if you think about your femur bone the top and the bottom of it gets quite a lot of pressure from carrying your body around from high impact exercise from walking so those top and bottom bits need to be able to put up with a lot of force and if you've got really good healthy cancellous bone that's going to have a lot of networks a lot of joining up bits it's going to be really really tough as you get older especially for women and you start to develop osteoporosis this cancellous bone starts to decrease and there's not as many connections in there and the bones can become quite squashed if you look at the vertebrae of a young person compared to a very very old person the vertebrae becomes very very squashed down because the cancellous bone inside of it there's just not enough of it to keep the bone nice and stable so what can you do about this what can you do about this diminishing bone strength obviously for women if you are going through perimenopause and that this is one of the reasons why hrt is recommended because the drop in estrogen is one of the things that can lead to osteoporosis and this bone density being lost so if you are eligible for hrt it is worth considering just from a bone health point of view but obviously talk this all over with your doctor there's that book by dr louise newsome about the perimenopause and that get yourself fully informed on the matter before making any decisions so what can you do to help yourself bone mass and bone density most of your bone mass and density is formed between the ages of zero to about 25 so if you are listening to this and you're under the age of 25 you're in a fantastic position to make some massive changes get in the gym start doing some heavy load-bearing exercises start doing resistance training prior to the age of about 25 this is when you can 
build your bone mass to the maximum level that you can manage. So once you've built all this bone mass, you've exercised, you've worked hard. Oh, side note, if you have children, teenagers, you know, younger people in your life who you, you know, advise, who look up to you, maybe advise them to start doing a bit of resistance training just for their bone health for when they get older. Between the ages of about 25 to 40, this is when your bone mass kind of consolidates. You can't really get massive gains in this time, but it kind of reinforces what's already there. So this is when your bone mass solidifies and it gets, you know, it just consolidates itself. So you want to continue resistance training throughout this time to keep that bone mass at its peak condition. And then when you hit 40, this is when things start to go downhill a little bit. So when you're in your 40s, as a woman, you want to be making sure that you're getting all of your calcium in to support your bones. If you are perimenopausal consider HRT because the perimenopause and the menopause will really really have an effect on your bone mass but the absolute best thing you can do from the age of 40 onwards is to resistance train and to strength train and to put weight through your bones to keep them nice and strong if you're not resistance training and if you're not putting this pressure on your bones the rate of decline is going to be quite steep so from that peak age 25 to 40 from that peak of bone mass if you do nothing your bone mass density is going to take a pretty serious drop and it's going to start plummeting and then by the time you get to 70 you're going to have lost like half your bone mass or a fair chunk of your bone mass density putting you at serious risk of breakages every bit of resistance training you do from age 40 onwards is going to slow that drop so you're not going to be able to stop it completely unless i don't know you're taking massive amounts of supplements and you're doing resistance training all the time i don't know i'd have to look into if there's been any studies on that but If you are resistance training, if you are taking the HRT if you need it, if you are making sure you're getting enough calcium in your diet and bone supporting nutrients, you can slow that decline of bone density loss right down so that when you get to your 70s, 80s, 90s, your bones are still nice and strong and you're not going to suffer these easy breakages that seem to happen especially to women in their 80s and their 90s so that's all I'm going to talk about today for old lady body but just think don't think summer body think old lady body what can I do to be one of those cool old ladies that dye their hair crazy colours go travelling around the world can pick up like massive barbells and if you want an example of how you can turn things around I would seriously advise going on Instagram and looking for a lady called Train With Joan Train With Joan she's a trainer I think she's out in America but she didn't start with the health and the fitness lifestyle until she was in her like mid 50s I think it was she was quite overweight and she decided she wanted to get fit and healthy and so she started lifting she still suffers with issues every now and again with like arthritis and things like that but she's built muscle mass she's strengthened up her bone density and i think she's in her 80s now she's looking fantastic she's healthy she's independent so if you do get chance and i'll put this in the show notes go check out train with joan because she is inspirational and that's it for today i hope you have a great rest of your week and listening again on Friday when we'll be doing Friday night dinners. I'm not sure yet where I'm going to go. I'll have to think about that one. Have a good week. Thank you very much for your time and attention today. I hope that some of what I've said today has been helpful. If you want any more information on anything I've covered, or if you'd like to speak to me about nutrition and fitness coaching, you can find me on Instagram at VIP Fitness Coaching 
please feel free to drop me a message. I'd be happy to respond to anything you want to talk about. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.